Welcome to the AOA's Lessons in Orthopedic Leadership. I'm Charles Goldfarb, and I'm joined by my co-host, Alexander Aleem, and we have a special guest tonight, Bill Mozeres, to discuss the AOA annual meeting. I'd like to give a brief introduction for Dr. Mozeres, as he is our annual meeting chair for the 2021 meeting. Bill was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois, attended Loyola University for both undergraduate and the School of Medicine, and he graduated with honors and had AOA recognition. His orthopedic training was completed in Boston at the Tufts New England Baptist Hospital Program, and from there he went to the Cleveland Clinic for a sports medicine fellowship. He moved to Henry Ford Hospital in 2007 and is currently the chief of sports medicine. He is an official team physician for the Detroit Pistons, Wayne State University, Oakland University, and Detroit Country Day at every level. Thanks for joining us this evening, Bill, and welcome. Thank you, Charles. Bill, it's great to have you. And obviously, the annual meeting is a big undertaking, but especially in the era of COVID, virtual meetings are, are an even bigger undertaking. And we're really, really looking forward to the meeting this year. Maybe just to kind of start, kind of tell tell us what, what the AOA annual meeting kind of means to you and sort of what your hope is for people interested in the meeting to kind of take out of it. So the annual meeting for me has always represented leadership. It's represented uh, networking and, and just relationships in terms of not only academic medicine, but all of orthopedic medicine. And what we're trying to do this year, since it's a very unique year, obviously, with what's happened with COVID, is we're trying to make and diversify our topics. So therefore, it relates uh, to all orthopedic surgeons, no matter where you are uh, in terms of your career path and try to give some teachable moments and try to bring back some knowledge uh, to make our practices more robust, especially during such a difficult time. Perfect. You know, I think sometimes people confuse the AOA as an academic-only organization, and we certainly know that's not true, but tell us how you hope that the annual meeting virtual style can open the doors to many others. So from my standpoint, the advantage of being virtual is that it allows a greater kind of recognition and ability to get to the meeting. It allows us to, to really hone in on specific topics. And as many people think it is an, just an academic-only uh, organization, the topics that we're really talking about relate to private practitioners. It relates to hospital-based orthopedic surgeons. It relates to those who are just coming out of training or who are new in career. And we do that by focusing on specific topics, whether it's value-based care or diversity and training, whether it comes to healthcare disparities, which is a big push. You know, we're trying to hit the topics that orthopedic surgeons want to learn about and are the most pressing topics uh, for us moving forward. Yeah, you mentioned the topics in the symposium. Uh, they, you know, they're starting in May with kind of a, a three symposium May kind of preview for the meeting. Are there any topics that you really kind of wanted to sort of make your mark with this meeting, sort of new topics for the AOA annual meeting? So the, the simple answer is yes. So I will say as, as challenging as, as it has been for us to schedule a meeting for which we thought maybe would be in person or would be hybrid, therefore being online and partially in person, and then finally now just being all online, you know, you're trying to plan a number of different meetings. And for us, the theme was really to hit on a few things, which is one, we're promoting the advancement in terms of diversity in orthopedic surgery, which has been progressing very well. Uh, and we hope to continue to progress that theme. And we do that every year in the AOA. 
But not just that, we want to talk about healthcare disparities. Uh, we want to talk about, especially in this age of COVID, on why certain individuals get, you know, a specific amount of healthcare resource versus others, and how do we balance the playing field? And we would have been in New Mexico this year, and it would have been something that relates to New Mexico and their patient population significantly. So my hope is that the AOA membership really feels that. And then finally, it's about leadership, right? We're talking about medical student mentorship, and we're talking about leadership for all orthopedic surgeons and how they advance their careers, whether it's early, mid, or towards the end. And how do you go out in a respectable, powerful, and, and, and just comfortable position, which, which sometimes is difficult to do. And we, we hope to touch on all of those things with numerous symposia. You know, we have three in, in May and we have a number in June for the annual meeting. And my hope is that the membership and those who are not members really do appreciate what we're trying to bring forward. So for those who may not be familiar with the process, this is a carefully cultivated list of symposia and meetings and social interactions. And it is awkward to shift it online, but I think you've designed a spectacular program. But this is not an overnight development process. Just talk us through when you got started in kind of learning and planning for annual meetings and how that's come about. So, Chuck, it's tough because it probably started about two years ago. And if all of us look back two years in 2019, we almost all wish we were back to 2019. But it's a two-year process. We go through the, the ideations and critical issues committees about what's the most pressing issues in orthopedic surgery. Myself as a program chair tries to bring forward some ideas. And then we try to get the membership to submit and we review all those things and, and, and try to score them appropriately and present a meeting that is diverse, that is thorough, that is welcoming. And we're trying to change it up a little bit, right? In terms of the networking side of it, when you're virtual, you know, the biggest thing that I miss out of last year is seeing everyone. And, and my hope is that this year by throwing some networking events in, we can just hang out and, and we can talk even in a virtual format about what's pressing us in our departments and just relax for a little bit, which I think all of us need. We, we all need to take a little bit of a step back and have some relaxation with each other because I think we all miss it. You know, we, we, we miss seeing each other. We miss spending time with each other. I think that's one of the things that I miss the most about meetings, you know, is as sometimes painful as traveling to a meeting and, and you kind of worry about taking time off of your clinical schedule and going somewhere really that social interaction and getting to sort of see colleagues make new friends make new connections such an important part of it and we haven't had that talk to us a little bit about how do you set up these networking uh events because just from personal experience trying to do this during resident recruitment kind of setting up virtual happy hours i mean it's a challenge especially on an online format so sort of maybe talk about kind of the networking formats and sort of some strategies to to make sure that they're they're not just 50 people staring at each other on a, on a Zoom platform? So that's a great question. So the first way we do that is we try to soften it up a little bit at the beginning, which is we really highlight it and represent it as, is, you know, a cocktails and conversation, which is, you know, grab whatever drink, whether it's alcoholic or non-alcoholic, no one's promoting anything specific, but try to get something that, that allows you to relax and, and, and discuss openly specific topics. And, and the way we're doing it is we're trying to break out some really basic, kind of easy to talk about issues and try to put some leaders in, in these particular virtual setups and have individuals sign up and, and be guided towards those setups. And really what we're looking for is our membership to look at a topic, really under, really want to learn more about it, but to hear from our orthopedic leaders and get the conversation going. 
it is difficult, right? When you, when you have numerous people, but the hope is that, you know, with the way it's set up and with the topics that we have and with the fact that we don't want it to be buttoned up. Sometimes people feel like it could be an intimidating place. You have people that you look up to and have for, for a very long time speaking and you, you're hesitant to ask, but we're going to bring down those walls this year. And we're going to try to do that repeatedly in the AOA moving forward. So people feel like you can ask anything. There, there, is, there is no difficult question. We're here to try to interact with each other and be united and try to get the best out of the meeting and best out of each other. I like how you said that. I, I remember certainly, and I don't know that it's completely gone away, that uh, a little reticence in speaking up at these meetings and just comfort level in the meetings. And actually, the virtual, the virtual meeting plan is really opens the doors to all of us for participation and just being involved. Uh, hopefully, people will take real steps forward towards their comfort level and being in this environment, whether it be small groups or larger groups, uh, asking anything. And, and as you said, just being open. Chuck, one of the biggest things that in terms of my program chair side is the way we've had to adjust for a virtual meeting is, you know, our symposium can't go too long, obviously, when you're a virtual setup, because, you know, you oftentimes can lose sometimes your audience. But one of the biggest parts of it is leaving that time for discussion. So I guess for those who have participated in AOA meetings before, some of the best feedback we get is from the discussion side. So we've allowed a significant amount of time for discussion. Uh, we're inc encouraging the chat function, the Q&A function, the open mic session portions. So therefore, there's interaction. And we have been pleasantly surprised. We've, we've done a few symposia already this, this past year, the past six months. And we really feel good about the amount of interaction, the amount of chat. And it's, it's really carried a lot of our symposia. So I encourage the membership to be open. I think that's my personality. And I hope that that kind of uh, is shown through this annual meeting as we move forward. Bill, this sounds awesome. And I think Chuck and I are both really looking forward to, to joining in and kind of participating in these. If I could ask you to give kind of your elevator sales pitch to maybe someone that's on the fence or someone that's not really thinking about including the AOA annual meeting kind of uh, in their plans for May and June, what would be kind of your, your final pitch to tell someone, hey, this is worth taking the time. You know, it's a little bit spread out because it's virtual, but you should really take advantage of these, uh, these offerings that the AOA has. So my pitch to them would be the opportunity to learn about leadership and these particular topics really finds a home in the AOA. And, and I believe that for those who have not experienced an AOA symposium, that once they do and they understand the interaction and, and why we're talking about these specific topics, they, they'll really be sold on it and be able to bring that back home to their practices. And they'll want to be participating again in the future. There, there is nothing like talking about what issues come up day to day in orthopedic surgery away from the the minutia a little bit and not not to say it's minutia but some of the things that we deal with in all of our subspecialties it's really nice to bring orthopedic surgeons together to think that that's what we were first right we were all orthopedic surgeons first before we were hand surgeons or sports medicine surgeons or oncologists and we all have commonality related to that and i hope that people feel when they come to an aoa meeting and they see the symposia that this relates to everybody Value-based care relates to everybody. Diversity relates to everybody. Healthcare disparities relates to everybody. And I think once people actually experience that, they come back to it, is what they do. So that would be my sales pitch for everyone out there. It's a good sales pitch. Bill, I want to thank you. I know you have devoted an incredible amount of time to making this annual meeting happen. 
you together with the AOA staff, President Parsons and others have really put together a remarkable program and that, you know, Zoom fatigue is real, but I encourage everyone to join us because it really is going to be a spectacular meeting. So thank you, most importantly. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you for all the work you put in. I'm going to close with just a little bit of final information for the audience. We hope you can join us for the 2021 virtual AOA annual leadership meetings, which begin on May 4th and conclude on June 29th. And the schedule is available at www.aoassn.org. We will include critical issue symposia, we'll convene orthopedic educators, we'll address bone health topics, and present key early career development opportunities. There's a huge range of offerings for all orthopedic leaders, and that really means all orthopedic surgeons, in all practice areas at all career stages. So join us, you won't be disappointed. Finally, I'd like to thank our annual meeting sponsors. Their generous support makes this meeting possible, and it includes our industry partners, BioMarin, Depew Synthes, Zimmer Biomet, Radius Health, Medtronic, Precision OS, and Acumed. Bill, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. 